What up? Welcome back to the Stellar Stellar Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd, joined as always by Galenios Jr. and Matthew Souza. Yeah. What's up? Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year, everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. You already said Merry Christmas. Yeah, I said it again. Kwanzaa, I think. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Monica. Kwanzaa. Did you say Merry Kwanzaa or Happy Kwanzaa? I just said Kwanzaa. Just, just, just Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Hey, you. Hey, Kwanzaa. <laughs> Kwanzaa. 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 Um... Happy Chinese New Year. Oh, I don't know if that happened That's yet. coming up. When is that? It's in February, isn't it? The 10th, I think. Oh, never mind. I think. Of January? Yeah. Well, we're not Chinese, so it doesn't matter. No. That's true. You think they'll be closed? Uh, the restaurants will be closed? Because they're not closed on... Uh, <laughs> I think about China. I was like... They're China's not closed. closed China. They're not closed well, on Christmas Winnie the Pooh's got to go get his honey. Or New Year's Eve. Um, more importantly... Football. Time... Football, fantasy football's over. It's time to reflect yes. yeah. on the 2019 season that was exciting, shitty, frustrating, yep. aggravating. Oh. Fun. Fun. Yeah. Disappointing. Yeah, 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 there it is. When's Glenn spin now the adjectives that I want to hear? Um, no, I was describing the Cowboys. Oh. Ooh. But things are looking up. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're on to the playoffs. Woo! This Before is fun. This is fun. This is fun. But before we get to the playoffs, this is our second annual Stellar Seller Awards show for the 2019 season. This year, we did it a little differently. Last year, we unanimously unanimously picked the winners for each Stellar Star Award. Um, Not Stellar Star, but Stellar Award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This year, We we have more awards. And we let... The viewers, the listeners, the people, the people decided the award winners um, based on the nominees that we have chosen. So we're going to kick things off here. Um, You voted. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to announce the award. We're going to tell you the nominees. And then we're going to tell you who won. And we are going to send the winner a certificate via direct message on social media. Yep. Oh, okay. I think last year we did it in the mail. Like you said, your award is I don't in- have uh, some players' addresses. We said your award is in the mail. I think that's what we said at the yeah. end of yeah, all Yeah, because if I had David Johnson's <laughs> address, oh. I'd be in jail. Well, Jeez. You could have gone uh, somewhere else with that, but that's okay. <laughs> I'd be in jail for... I couldn't think of anything. Uh, Just good public carry. intoxication? Maybe. Yeah, I, I like the direct message idea. Because maybe they'll respond and then be a guest on the show. One yike. Then we'll take off. One yike. That's it. All right. So we're going to kick things off with the Stellar Performance of the Year Award, which means this player had the best fantasy performance of 2019. And your nominees are Aaron Jones from the Green Bay Packers Week 5 against the Dallas Cowboys. Second nominee, Marvin Jones Jr. Rip. Week 7 against the Minnesota Vikings. Second and goal out of the gun. Going left side. Going once again to Marvin Jones, and he has a career-high four touchdown receptions. And then our last nominee, Mr. Saquon Barkley, Week 16 against the Washington Redskins. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little too late, bastard. Give it to Barkley again. Big hole up the middle. Barkley across midfield. Breaks 
to the 40, to the 30, to the 20, 15, 10, 5, dies for the end zone, is he in? Touchdown, Giants! 67 yards for Saquon! And your winner is... Aaron Jones! From the Green Bay Packers. Wow, what a what a guy. Thanks for having a game. Thanks for playing. Uh, great. Congratulations. You played the game. Congratulations, Aaron Jones. You held the football. Fuck, we're all fucked up here. Oh my god. What is happening? <laughs> it's not stopping. We're all fucked up here. Oh. Hold on a second. Alright. Um, Aaron Jones. Week 5 against the Cowboys. Um, I'm going to pull up his stats because he had the stellar performance of the year. Um, and it just so happened that I was facing him that week. What a surprise. Mm. And I lost by, like, less than five points, which is sad. Aaron Jones in week five ran the ball 19 times Ooh, for 107 good. yards. Oh, that's a pretty good day for any running back, right? Solid day. day. He also caught the ball seven times. Wow. For 75 yards. That's a good day for a wide receiver. That's a great day total right there. Yeah. But the thing that I'm leaving out, a big thing. Really? Especially with Aaron Jones this season, the touchdowns. This man found the end zone four times. Whoa. Four key touchdowns. D's. He had the four for four. That's he had the four for four. Disgusting. And he laughed in my face every time he crossed the pylon. 45.7 points and half point PPR. Aaron Jones, you have the stellar performance of the year. And we will send your certificate in the mail. Congratulations. What Congratulations. a guy. You did the thing. Good job, Aaron. You did the thing. You did the thing. He finishes the number two running back on the year. And ties Christian McCaffrey for the most total touchdowns at 19. 19 touchdowns win fantasy championships. They do. I'm, so I was looking up these uh, rankings, and just randomly, you know who's the number three wide receiver? Number three, that's pretty good. Michael Thomas is obviously number one. Um, number two. Chris Godwin. Is that your answer or for number two? Number two is Chris Godwin. Oh. Yeah, thank you for autoplay ads. Yes, okay. Is well, it, where is, is it? Is it? I feel like it is. Has yeah, it is. So who do you think is number three? Mike Evans. Okay. No, number three. I don't know. Is. Don't tell me it's Devontae Parker. No, 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 no. But it's someone that you just wouldn't think because you didn't think about him all year. Julio? It's Julio. Yeah. Somehow. Some way. Because he was on Zach's team. Snuck in at number three. He was on Zach's team, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was. All right. He does it every year, man. So Aaron Jones goes home with the first Stellar Award this year. Uh, The next Stellar Award? Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. We're going to counteract that outstanding performance with an absolute poop performance of the year. Those are the best. Uh... Now that my parents are at home, I can say this. It's time for the da 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 fuck of the year. <laughs> All right, be headphone users. Uh, wow. So the fuck of the year this year. Uh, your nominees were 
Juju Smith-Schuster from Pittsburgh. I feel terrible, man. It's, uh, it's literally the worst feeling ever. David Johnson, Arizona. Adam Schefter reports Sunday morning. Yep. David Johnson expected to play. Right. He was right? correct. He had been way. questionable. He was right. He makes the trip to New York. He's going to play. Right. Right. And sure enough, come game time, he is active. Yeah, active. That's right. Ready he to gets, go. He gets one carry, comes out, and then it is the Chase Edmonds show. His three touchdown runs of 20 yards or more are the, the same in one game are the amount that David Johnson's had his entire NFL career. Wow. Like, it's an unbelievable day for Chase Edmonds. Yeah. Like, he is he's the toast of the town. It's okay. That's frustrating, obviously, because yeah, everyone yeah, started David Johnson. I believe he was 97% started in ESPN leagues. Devontae Adams, Green Bay. You know, you feel like in situations like that, you let the team down. Obviously, I would have been out there if I could, but, you know, in a little bit of pain and, you know, it was tough with a, you know, with a, with a toe injury and the type of player I am and what, you know, what kind of, what my game is. And the winner is... David Johnson, Arizona. Yeah. I don't have a boo sound effect. Oh, I got you. Boo! You stink! Boo! Boo! You want to boo? Crack that soldier, boy. Boo! Boo this man. This guy. Let me tell you. Uh, there was there was a span in the regular season where I had of consecutive games, mind you, more points than him. Where I had more points. Sitting you. on my couch. Mason Boyd. Than David Johnson did. Okay? Exactly. That's what we think about David Johnson. David Johnson, you're, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take a picture of a giant golden dildo. Yeah. And send it to you in your DMs, you worthless piece of fucking trash. Oof. But you got a trophy. Retire. Yeah, just like Mason. Yeah. <laughs> but the difference is, is that... I'm not a football player that gets paid millions of dollars to actually produce. I just sit on my couch and uh, pray that my team doesn't get the toilet, but it does every year. So, yeah. yeah, David Johnson, what yeah. the fuck? Beth, where did you take David Johnson to draft this year? Mm, I took him at pick number mm. six. Number six. Yeah, it's inter- it was cur- I'm curious to see how much of that plat do with injuries or if he's just washed up. No, I, mean, I think like, he just blows He's dick. like 28 now. Big fucking meaty cock. That's what he does, dude. That's, that's getting up there for a running back. That should that's be the prime there. of your life. For a running back, though? Yeah. How old is he? 28, I think. I think oh, my yeah. God. He's 27 Spare last year. me, bro. Oh, dude, I'm fucking 28. Gonna walk around my walker. I'm fucking <laughs> like, 85, and I still go to work you think every day. Zeke is gonna be in his prime after seven years of being a running back. Could be. I don't think so. Side note. Side note about Zeke here. Um, Zeke is the best running back in the league. I just want to tell you that. I said that. I didn't draft Christian him. Christian McCaffrey is great. No, get me down. Like, cause he's. I'd say he's the most versatile running back in the league, just because he can catch the ball. Well, he also gets fed the ball a crazy amount. Um, but Zeke, um, I want to say, was second in total yards behind McCaffrey. Total yards? Oh, well. Uh, for a running back. But he's done it year in and year out. He's had the rushing title twice out of his four seasons that he played. One season he missed six games. He has never missed time due to injury. Like Todd Gurley. Wow. Le'Veon Bell. 
David Johnson. Melvin Gordon. Melvin Alvin Gordon. Kamara, David Kamara. Trashcan. Okay. David Trashcan Johnson. Saquon Barkley. You know, like Barkley. Ronald Ronald Isaac Jones. David Trashcan Johnson. Because he's garbage. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> TED Talk. <laughs> that was good. Susan, next award? Yes, this is going to be um, a new award. A new award that Glenn had mentioned. This is the first ever Trash to Treasure Award for the Stellar Seller Podcast. And this is a player that, you know, when you hear their name, you'd think, oh, they're trash because of what they've done in the year. But not only that, you got to think of what they've been doing their whole career. They've just always sucked. Ryan Tannehill on the Dolphins always sucked. Devontae Parker on the Dolphins. Always sucked. Are those our nominees? Yes, and our nominees are. <laughs> and our nominees are Spoiler Ryan alert. Tannehill on the Tennessee Titans. Chance it is going to Tannehill. Under pressure, going to throw it deep, has his man open down the middle of the field, and he's got him. A.J. Brown to the end zone for the touchdown. 91 yards. Devontae Parker. On the Miami Dolphins. From the 17, new set of downs as Fitzpatrick throws to the end zone. It is Parker again. His second touchdown today. Kenyon Drake on the Arizona Cardinals. Kenyon Drake, room to run. He's got a first down. Drake across midfield. Down the sideline he goes. Kenyon Drake. He's in for a touchdown. 80 yards. All of which, mind you, are thought to be as trash because they were on the Dolphins. But have turned into treasure. But have turned into treasure. Ryan Tannehill winning people championships and uh, with this last stretch of the season. Even Devontae Parker with Patrick. Kenyon Drake, all these guys, possible championship winners because they've just been treasure. Particularly on the better uh, on the back half of the season, and the winner is drum roll, please. Kenyon Drake of the Arizona Cardinals, running back. Congratulations, Kenyon. This man was on fire ever since David Johnson kicked the bucket. Kenyon Drake stepped up. Kicked the trash can. The trash can. The Cardinals acquired Kenyon Drake, and he filled in sweetly. Admirably. Admirably. All the way to week 16. I respect and admire the fantasy owners that drafted Kenyon Drake and held on to him for the whole year because yes. the situation in Miami sucked for him for the first, what was it, six, seven weeks? At least. Yeah. Um, Except Craig. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll be Craig. But I'm saying, like, for Kenyon Drake, it didn't look good. He was trash. He was trash when he played. He was trash if he didn't play. And once he got traded to Arizona, he found the buried treasure. And that treasure included two 30-plus point games in the semifinal round and in the championship week. That's what wins a league right there. Kenyon Drake. That, my friend, is what we call trash. Treasure. And I think you have to put respect on Kenyon Drake's name. I, the Dolphins were clearly holding him back. He's always looked elusive. I mean, we saw what he did 
when the Patriots lost in that uh, that lateral play. Remember that? <coughs> he, he's not bad, but on the Cardinals, when he actually has a mobile quarterback to, to do the play action stuff and, and read options, he's he's a good back. I think he'll be good next year, unless David Johnson keeps butting into the to the role. Oh, I don't think. Which is so weird that. to say because David Johnson's always been thought of to be a first rounder, and we're saying he's butting into the starting job. Coincidence that Gomes is on the downtrend and David Johnson's on the downtrend. They're one and the same. Yeah. Coincidence? I don't think so. Congratulations, Kenyon Drake. Your trophy is in the mail. Or no, no, your your DM is on its way. Your it's DM, on its way. Your DM is in the mailbox. Twitter mailbox. Yeah, your message, your message thread. Uh, yeah, Glenn, are we? Uh, are you doing? You doing your next Johnny here? Yeah, the next award here is a award that we had last season. It is called the Fantasy Breakout Player of the Year. Uh, this is a player Ooh. who went above and beyond their expectations going into the season, and the nominees are Derek Henry from the Tennessee Titans. Yes, Derek. Mister. Boom, 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 Mr. King of the rushing title. Derrick Henry fan club. January of 2018. Second and five. Oh, Henry stepping through a tackle. And he's taken off. Ward is chasing after him. He won't get there. Touchdown, Tennessee. 68 yards. Derrick Henry. Chris Godwin from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the number two wide receiver in fantasy. Who could have seen that coming? And he drills it downfield, and it is caught, and it's caught by Chris Godwin, and he's going to go in for the touchdown. Chris Godwin, and talk about threading the needle, that's what Jameis Winston did. And then, of course, Mr. Touchdown himself, Aaron Jones from the Green Bay Packers. Jones. Flanks to the left, empty backfield. Rodgers deep downfield for Jones, and he makes the catch at the 25-yard line. Skirts the sideline, and all the way in for the score. And the winner is... We actually have co-award winners. Oh! Because you guys voted... And it came out to a tie. The co-winners of this award are none other than Chris Godwin and Derek Henry. Ooh, I don't know. I think we should. I think we should do a unanimous tiebreaker here on the show. Derek Henry. Wait, what? I think we should try to do a tiebreaker and Derek agree Henry. on one. You, you taking the power out of the people's hands? That's like voting for president, and then Congress just says. Nah, let's, nah. Let's, let's go with, you know, who yeah. we think. So instead they're going to say, yeah, let's have two presidents? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know. All right. It's up to you guys, I don't know. Yeah, there's three of us here, so. Derek Henry. I vote Godwin. I'm the deciding factor. No, Glenn! And I say Godwin because he was literally nothing up until this point, and then he came to this year as a wide receiver too. No, but see, if you pay the, attention the to the podcast, you know at our pre-draft that Jake drafted Chris Godwin. I know. So it wasn't out of nowhere. Jake knew he was going to be good. Derrick Henry. Chris Godwin also, well, the thing is, too, Derrick Henry did show flashes at the end of last season. Chris Godwin also showed flashes of last season. But nobody expected 
these two guys to be as good as they were this year. Not this good, no. So I have the deciding vote? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fantasy breakout player of the year is... Is... Derek Henry! <laughs> You know, as president of the Derrick Henry fan club, Bias. and treasurer, I am, I am not going to vote against my man. That guy said, boom, 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 all the way to a rushing title, all the way to the number three running back of the season behind Christian McCaffrey and is Aaron, Aaron Jones, Jones. Yeah. who had to get 19 touchdowns to beat Derrick Henry. How about that? How about that? How about that? Christian about Ma- that? Who, who ran for more yards than Derrick Henry this year? No one. Not Christian no McCaffrey. One. Not Aaron Jones. Not Zeke Elliott. Not Lamar not, Jackson. Not, I was thinking that, too. How, not, I wonder how many. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Can you look up how many? Uh, not uh, not Kamara. Lamar Jackson. Definitely not. Kamara. Not David Johnson. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Well, he stands alone. I had the same amount of rushing yards as David Johnson a few weeks in a row. I mean. Not even Marshawn Lynch. Derrick Henry stands alone at the top of the rushing mountain for 2019, which is why he is the breakout player of Lamar the Jackson year. had 1,206 rushing yards. That's a fucking joke. Is That's it better than a lot of running backs. David Johnson. Alvin Kamara. Is it That's great. Yes, it is. It's a quarterback, Glenn. I'll take that from a running back. All right, so Mason, take us to our next award, then. All right, so... Our next award is the Steal of the Draft, which is the uh, best player who was at the lowest draft position. So, here are your nominees. Number one, Lamar Jackson from the Baltimore Ravens. Right now in the NFC overall. Second down and 20 now. The pass to the end zone. Number two, Patriots defense. Mm. New England Patriots. Don't forget about them. <laughs> and special teams. And special teams. Can't forget about Matt Slater. That's right. All pro. All pro Matt Slater. The boogeyman are playing at an all-time high. The greatest defense of all time right there. Can you imagine that? They're here. Play with us. Do you believe in the boogeyman? And finally, we have Austin Hooper from the Atlanta Falcons. Top tight end right there. Number one tight end for a while. Ryan over to Hooper inside the five, and Hooper takes it in. Touchdown, Falcons. That's exactly what the doctor ordered right out of the locker room. Opening drive, score to start the second half. And your winner is... I don't know why we need the drum roll. It's fucking Lamar Jackson. Ah, bastard. Lamar Jackson, a man amongst boys this year. So Lamar Jackson's average ADP was about... Average, average, drive. average, average ADP. SMH my head. Uh, his, his, his ADP. I almost said it again. His ADP was pick 118, which, if you do the math out, is about the tenth round. 
It was 12 for minutes. 12 people, which yeah. is, is like end of the ninth round, week. beginning of the 10th round. It's, it's around pretty late. late. That's pretty fucking late, considering he, as we just said, basically had not only a ridiculous season for a quarterback, but he also put up a running a decent running back, top probably top 10 running back numbers as well. Uh, oh yeah, in rushing yards alone. So so congrats. we can all we can all agree that Lamar Jackson was a steal of the draft. We can also agree that he will be the MVP of the league. Can we agree that Lamar Jackson's season this year is more impressive than Pat Mahomes' season last year? Hmm. Um, it's so tough because they did it in different ways. Yeah. 50 touchdowns, 1,200 rushing yards. If you're going by purely... 5,000 passing yards from Mahomes last year. If, yeah, if you're going by Mahomes. purely stats, I think Mahomes is the more impressive Yeah. Uh of the two, but then if you look at Lamar Jackson, I feel like how as he matured a little bit as a quarterback over the season. There was a point last year where we had an episode of the podcast where we reflected on Wild Card Weekend. That was the game where Lamar Jackson had four completions by the end of the third quarter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh man, I forgot about that. And he was bad. He was really bad. But should you factor in um, year-over-year progress when you're just looking at no. one year? No, but I'm just saying, like, he was talking about how much he's made the jump. Oh, yeah. I'm agreeing. Like, that's insane. But I think you can also see it in the seasons themselves. I think Lamar Jackson definitely took a jump in the offseason, but I think you saw him mature as a quarterback throughout the season as well. Because throws that he was making at the end of the season, I don't think Lamar Jackson would have made at week one. Well, he didn't. Season. He did make throws week one. Against the Dolphins, the Dolphins. Yeah, like five yeah, like oh, that's true. four touchdowns. Yeah, but the Do- that was when the Dolphins were really bad. He, um, I got to go with Mahomes though. That's like really, really you know, fifty bad. touchdowns, five thousand passing yards. That's a quarterback. You know, Lamar Jackson had the cheat code of being really athletic. That has nothing. That, I don't think that's a cheat code. It's a cheat code. It's a gift that can get you out of being a mediocre quarterback and give you a lot of touchdowns because you keep moving the chains. Mahomes did it as a quarterback. Passing yards, touchdowns, no-look passes, all that bullshit. Two more questions I'm going to ask you about these guys. Mm. If you're starting an NFL franchise today, who's the quarterback you'd rather have? Pat Mahomes, because I think yeah. he'll hold up for a longer period of time. Yeah, you got to factor in the injury risk from uh, Lamar being out there, exposing himself to hits. And also, if Lamar Jackson Even though loses... Mahomes got injured before <laughs> Lamar Jackson did? It's going to happen. 20 carries a game for this goddamn quarterback. It'll happen. Yeah. I mean, he's going to take shots. There's no doubt about it. So, All right, one more question. <laughs> Who would you rather have going into next season as your fantasy quarterback? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. It's tough because just like Mahomes, it's really tough for these awesome years to repeat. It definitely didn't repeat for Mahomes. He got Lamar, hurt, though. Yeah, he did for a little if, bit. If Mahomes was healthy for the games that he missed, it would have been close. He started off hot, but even when he came back, it still wasn't. Mahomes of last year where he was, like, getting Lamar Jackson numbers. Um, but, so I want to say I can't imagine Lamar Jackson is going to do the exact same next year, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Can it's you argue about, against it? Yeah, I think I would take Lamar Jackson due to the fact that he also has the upside of rushing. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think, honestly, I think the Ravens might have a more complete offense than the Chiefs do. Chiefs have a very good passing game. Their running game is not not that good. And Lamar Jackson with the the QB, the read option, and also the fact he has three, I well, Andrews is a really good tight end, and then uh, Boyle and their other their third Hurst. tight end, yeah, Hurst are also 
uh, relatively decent. And then their wide receiver cores is pretty good too. I mean, uh, Hollywood Brown, I know he was he didn't ha- end up having like a really great season, but he was really good the first few weeks. Um, you know, Willie Sneed, who's a who's a good veteran. Um, there's somebody else too. I forget who. Yeah, I feel like oh Seth Roberts. I feel like it's more likely for Mahomes' passing and touchdowns to go down as defenses scheme him more than it is for a rushing quarterback's rushing production to go down unless they get hurt. Like like Russell Wilson's rushing production went down after he had like knee problems. But if Lamar Jackson stays healthy, I think that rushing can continue. I think I think that was a mindset also going into this year because last year when Lamar Jackson started football games. He was just getting fancy points like with his legs because he wasn't throwing the ball well. Yeah. So we already knew going into 2019, even if he doesn't improve as a passer, he already has a set floor by his rushing game. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. And now that he put it all together this season in 2019, yeah. we saw what he can do. And he can still get better as a passer, too. He can. We've, we've seen yeah. a lot of uh, ducks thrown and Craig loves to bash on him. Which he's he's right sometimes. He doesn't always look good as a passer, yeah. but so if that can improve too, that's he could have a, a just as good as a year. Oh, if his, if his passing game improves even a little bit more, he's gonna be, I think, the best quarterback in the league. Like even by a marginal amount, I think if if he can wait become more consistent, better than Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> I know, surprising. That's a hot take. Tannehill. You know that I heard on the radio. A uh, quick aside that uh, Tannehill. In the, it, it, granted, he only started a half season, but he was so good that he actually finished this season with a higher QB rating than Tom Brady had in 2007. Really? Yeah. His was, uh, Tom Brady's was uh, 117.2, and Tannehill's was 117.5. <laughs> Fucking blow me with that. Dude, I'm just uh, saying. Um, <laughs> it's you, better. By the way, did you see that post I tell you guys in, the first take? Well, they said, um, who do you trust more? And I said, cancel 2020. Oh, yeah, Tom yeah. Brady and Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill. Yeah, was that a poll or yeah. something? Well, like, come on. Yeah, That's a know. Max Kellerman special. That and is... you get on the replies there, and everyone's like, what the fuck is this, <laughs> dude? I mean, come on. Like, really? Like, what are you doing? Well, we'll find out today. It's Saturday, after all. That is true. I don't want to talk about that yet. All right, We Susan. will talk about it. Um, yeah, so up next, we have an award for favorite guest on the show. Oh. That's right. We have guests from time to time, not just me. We have uh, you know, people show up to the studio. We have people live feed on, on the phones through uh, you know, FaceTime audio or cell phone conversations. And uh, we had a few. And the nominees for the favorite guest are Craig Heiler. I believe he's been on multiple weeks this yes. year. Yes. He was on, I think. He was on technically the first show of 2019. Oh yeah, and he was in March or something, like mid April through the season. Yeah, a few weeks in, I think. Chiefs fan, (laughs) Alex Matos. He was on earlier in the year at uh, from Glenn's studio. Matos did a good job. Um, I wasn't expecting him to be as good as he was. Yeah, he filled in for for my absent ass. He was Patriots fan. Yep. And, of course, who could forget? Well, usually everyone else we tell what team they're on. Um, <laughs> oh, Manos is on the Patriots? Patriots fan. Oh, and then okay. who could forget? Glenn Enos Sr. Our, uh, you know, co-host Glenn's dad. Yep. He was, he was on earlier in the year as well, around the time when Manos was on. 
I think it was just once, right? He was filling in for Mason. Yeah. Uh-huh. There we go. Yes. So three great guests. Who wins? Drum roll, please. The winner of the favorite guest on the Stellar Seller podcast is... Craig Heiler. <laughs> wait, what? Oh, wait, what? Fuck off. <laughs> I was going to say 10 hours. <laughs> Craig Heiler <laughs> and Glenn Enos Sr. <laughs> and they both got a 40% vote in the polls. So we have co-guests now. Do we, like we did Derek Henry, pick a winner? Ooh. Or is that too personal? Oh, by the way, Glenn is a senior Cowboys fan. Yeah. Sorry, I was Cowboys. we got a good variety of guests, don't we? With yeah, we uh, their biases on the NFL. Yep. Um, I'm going to vote for my dad, because uh, fuck Craig. <laughs> I'm going to go with Craig. Oh, I'm not going to say, because fuck your dad, because I have no problem with your dad. Because, uh, honestly, I, I don't remember if I listened to the one where your dad was on. So. Oh. Nice. Yeah, if you're not Ready there, support you the show. I'm going to vote for Craig, because um, he's been on a couple times this year, and he provides stellar input. Wow. I think. All right. Wow. That's, uh, so, guest of the year, Craig Heiler. All right, you can call Craig. I have to pee. And he was here. So we got clear audio. All right, that's not fair. Though. I know it's not I fair. Lives in Florida. I know it's not fair. Yeah, but we want to fly out. Yeah. Hey, 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 uh, hey, Mr. Renus, why don't we fly you out so you can be a guest on our podcast? Well, we on the day of. We could have fly down there. So it's on us too. That's true. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we fucked up. It's on us. Next time, next year, we will. Okay, I'm gonna go pee. I'll be back. Or we'll meet halfway in Virginia. We might as well just call our guest of the year. Oh yeah. And uh, tell them. That he won the award? It's 10.44 a.m., but I feel like Craig's kind of an early bird. I feel yeah. like he I feel like he can't get up past 9 if he wanted to. Like he can't sleep past 9. I feel like that's kind of the person he is. Probably. Is this going to work? I don't know. Do we have a service down here? Yeah, we do. Please leave your message oh. for 5, Change your vote right now. Nine, Change it to my And the winner... Of the favorite guests is now, correction, we did a recount, it's Glenn Enos Sr. Alright! <laughs> if my dad doesn't answer, I'm fucking calling Mattos. There we go, that's a good sign. Would he be asleep at this time if no, he was last night? he's working. Time? Oh. I don't know if he's going to answer or not. Hi, this is Glenn. Can't get to the phone right now. <laughs> but the brief message. That brief pause. He sounded so jolly. I'm not calling Mattos. <laughs> he got 20% in the poll. We'll, we'll send certificates to my dad and Craig. Yeah. 
So congratulations on them. Yep. Great guests. Co-guests of the year. Filling in for Got to have them back ties. on soon. What do you want to talk about while you wait for Mason? Um, well, we can talk about how Mason's on his way down here. No. Oh. Is he? Come on. What? 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 We were just about to move on and fill in the time Susan that you here. Susan said that you couldn't suck your own dick, and I said you could. No, you can't. Wait, like me personally? Yeah, you, you personally. No, I can't. No one can. Oh, no, you can't. No, you can't. You no, it's scientifically can't. proved. You have to have like a rib removed to do it. Yeah, that's Trust what me, I looked people it up. don't have ribs. Trust me, I looked it up. <laughs> what? You say, what about people who don't have ribs? Yeah. They'd probably be dead How because if someone poked them in the side, you'd be poking their fucking heart. No, like, if you get like a bottom rib removed. Yeah. And then you just do yeah, it. Yeah, then you can do it. Yeah, so some people definitely have done that. Oh, yeah, no, you can do it. Yeah. I'm saying I can't because I have all my Well, what ribs. about the people that have like... If you want, a I'll start a, dick. I, I do have a GoFundMe, though, so I can get a, a, a rib removed. I'll put the link in the description for this episode. I'm just kidding. I don't do you hear what I said, Mason? What'd you say? What if someone has, like, a foot-long dick, and that can, they don't need the rib removed because they can reach their mouth? Okay, then that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a viable option, I guess. I fucking... That's an exception. Okay. <laughs> Our last you award. brought that up, Glenn. Our last award of the show Ooh. is going to be the coveted, coveted Stellar Star of the Year Award. Do you remember who it was last year? It was Tadivian Gurley. Tadivian Gurley. My, how the mighty of The number one running back on the year. He had like 20 touchdowns or something. Yep. He was a stellar star. He was on the Patriots radio broadcast. That's right. This year, though, things have changed. The nominees are Lamar Jackson from the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar keeps, he's got the record as he gets popped near the six by Neville Hewitt. A gain of five, and now the all-time single season rushing record for a quarterback belongs to number eight, Lamar Jackson. Christian McCaffrey, the Carolina Panthers. As Allen escapes the pressure, being chased by Hardy, throws, it's caught by McCaffrey, and he will pick up a first down. Takes it to the 43-yard line. Well, here it is. If this is in fact, if we, our stats are right, look at him buy time, find the space, and then make people miss like he's been doing all season long. If this is 1,000 yards. Congratulations, Christian McCaffrey. And finally, Michael Thomas, the New Orleans Saints. Reeves looking his way, and there it is. A new NFL record. Reaching across for a touchdown. How about it? How about it? Congratulations to Michael Thomas. And what a way to do it. He's 144 gonna... receptions on the season. A new National Football League record. And the winner is... Christian McCaffrey from the Carolina Panthers. My fucking boy! I knew that you could do it. I knew it. White Jesus. White Jesus. White Jesus. CMC. Whatever you want to call him. Run CMC. You can now call him. Ooh, I like that. Stellar Star of the Year. Souza. That's good. I've heard it before. Yeah, that's, oh. that's, his, that's literally his Twitter handle. Really? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's pretty dope. That's maybe, so cool. maybe it's not. It might just be CMC, but I think it's Run CMC. That's like his nickname. That's pretty yeah. cool. I never heard that before. Well, I heard CMC before. Because he runs. He also catches the ball. You can't deny the season of Christian McCaffrey. 
He has, if you looked at his three years in this league and you saw the progression chart, it would just be up, up, and up. And if if this trend continues, he's going to be the greatest fantasy football player to have ever lived. He almost broke. <laughs> yeah, he can't almost, argue with that he almost broke Ladanian Tomlinson's fantasy point record. This is one of the greatest fantasy seasons. Almost yeah. we've he, ever he seen. He missed it by ten points. Ah, oh, bastard. Too so soft. that week where I think I forget who it was against, but he got stopped on like the one yard line. Tampa. To, uh, yeah, was it Tampa to like yeah, send the like game the in an OT? Yeah, he had like three points that week or something like that. Yeah, if he had scored six, six, six. If he had scored that. Six. six. Was maybe we're having a different conversation. Maybe we're talking about the greatest fantasy season of all time. But alas, poor York, we're not. We're, we're talking about the second greatest fantasy. You just call season me a pork. What? You just call me a pork. No. <laughs> a line from Shakespeare. He says, alas, poor York. And that's when he starts talking yeah, about Holding the skull, skull up his ass or something. Yeah. He had 19 touchdowns. Sucks. A thousand, over a thousand rushing yards and receiving yards, Trash. which I think is the third ever, third player yes. to ever do that, yes. I think I saw on Twitter. I, yep. did, I did it last year. Um, that's something David Johnson kept saying he was going to do. But, uh... <laughs> that's I cute. I don't think that's going to happen that's now. Cute, David. This man... Unless he goes to Tampa... As he goes to Tampa. I've heard rumors, Mason. David yeah. Johnson might Bruce. get reunited with Bruce Arians. Yeah? You're going to draft him if he goes to Tampa? No. I'm not <laughs> going to draft him if he goes to Tampa. Christian had over four games. He had four games of over 30 points. Yep. He had one game under 10 points. Yep. And He had more games over 30 points than he had <laughs> under 10. Think about that. Yes. What was his average point scored? 25.8. <laughs> That's, That's what you can joke. bank on every fucking week. That is a joke. Every week. Didn't miss a game all year. Didn't miss a game. Was the focal point of that Panthers offense. And look where they are now. <laughs> oh, come on. No, I'm just kidding. Chris McCaffrey, absolute stud. It's almost like he should have gone number one, and if not number one, number two mm. in our draft. Yeah. But he dropped the three. And then that man rock. won a championship. I wish he dropped the six. So I hope you can sleep at night knowing that you handed the championship to Craig Hyler this year. Me. You let him have it. Now let him have it. No. You can have it. You let him have Christian McCaffrey. He could have been stuck with Alvin Kamara. Actually, Alvin Kamara went off in the championship, didn't he? Yeah, but and would he have made it to the championship? Yeah, would he made it to the championship? Probably not. Would he have made the playoffs? Probably not. Well, he had passed. Would he have joined the league? Probably not. Yeah. Ooh, good question. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know. Fuck it. So what are we doing next year? If you get the chance. We are drafting Christian McCaffrey. Good job, And Susan. then I'm trading him. And then I'm trading him. <laughs> to me. For Brandon Cooks. Yes. <laughs> no. Brandon Cooks. It's not going to be on my team. For Brandon Cooks and David Johnson in a package deal. Oh, my deal. God. <laughs> Maybe throwing Calvin Ridley. Yes. That's it right there. Fuck you guys. <laughs> that was our stellar... Award show for 2019. By the what way, a, what a what a season. By what the a way, game. We're, we're all wearing tuxedos right now. We are. Yeah, forgot to mention that. And no pants. Yes, because you can't see. Yeah, we're under the table. table. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a big big show, big award show. Glad to uh, have concluded another year. Are you disappointed with how any of the awards turned out from no. our voters? No, no. I would have been angry if David Johnson didn't win. Football yeah, game. that was the one thing Mason was. That was the on. one thing I wanted, and I was also happy that Chris McCaffrey won Silver Star of the Year because that's my guy. I was surprised with the with the two ties we had. That's that's uh, I like that. Yeah. 
indecision. Just wait. Tough. This tough is choice. only with like twenty votes. Wait until we're getting thousands. We we'll never yeah, see right. a tie ever again. That means we had good candidates. Yeah, we did. Because people were torn, they couldn't pick. Good. good job. Good season. Disappointing. Bad. Aggravating. Yeah. That's twenty. All that. Talking about the Dallas Cowboys. Again? <laughs> oh yeah. Talk about the Cowboys. Speaking of the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh. Jason Garrett won't be returning to the Dallas Cowboys. Play it yet? Yeah, play Hold it. on. Let me fucking. <laughs> That's Garrett clapping. Yeah, it's Jason That's Garrett. Thousands if, of yeah, if you put if you put all the claps together that they ever showed him doing on the sideline, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Jason Garrett has been the Dallas Cowboys head coach since 2010. That's crazy. He has, I want to say he has three seasons of finishing at 500. Yeah, he has almost, I think the most is Jeff Fisher, pretty sure. <laughs> That's Mr. 8-8 eight and eight right there. Uh, and Jason Garrett is second to him. All he has to show for it is, is it two or three division round losses. And also very sore hands from clapping so much. Actually, he probably has, like, calluses on his hands now from clapping so much. He has wasted the prime years of Tony Romo, DeMarco Murray, DeMarcus Ware, Des Bryant, <laughs> Jason Witten. Sean Lee. Sean Lee. Sam. Um, I wouldn't say, well. Yeah, he's, he's, he's wasted some good years of Zeke. His prime. Dak. Like, his prime's not until he's 27. Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> you, what, when Zeke turns 27 in a few years... You wait, man. Okay. He's got like four years left, right? He's got he signed a contract for fucking like eight years or seven years. I forgot what it was. Yeah, we'll be like thirty when he's twenty seven. That's crazy. Well, well, can we not talk about he's that? He's like two days older than me. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, you'll be like Oh yeah, be like fifty two. At least. But he's gone. The <laughs> clapper least. is gone. Like I can it go change, up. It yeah. changes. <laughs> um which means yeah. Cowboys going to have a new head coach. And I don't care if it's Glenn Lincoln. <laughs> Shout it's going to be better than uh, than what Jason Garrett was giving me. Dallas Cowboys off their antibiotics because they don't have the clap anymore. Exactly. I like that. You think they'll promote from within? I don't know. Probably not. I think it's going to be an outside hire. And I think the whole coaching staff should be gone. What was Jeff Fisher? Uh-oh. Honestly. Yeah. Just something different. Okay. Just okay. something different. Something different. Like I said, I told you, I don't care if it's high school baseball coach Glenn Lincoln. Mm. What about Boudreaux? Uh, that's, a... <laughs> yeah, that's big news. Yeah. Is there going to be like a gathering of Cowboys fans sometime? Like to celebrate? Yeah, you're going to yeah. hold hands and sing. It was, either gonna be, it was either going to be a gathering of Cowboys fans to celebrate um, his release or it was going to be a gathering of Cowboys fans oh, to riot shit. if he got resigned. Pitchforks and torches burning down the stadium, AT&T Stadium. I, don't, I just don't understand. Why did Jerry Jones have to meet with him like on four separate Because occasions? here's the thing. Here's the thing. They figured Jason Garrett was a part of the Cowboys family. It's a family organization yeah, with yeah. the Joneses. Jason Garrett's been a part of it for 10 years. He's like family. Mm-hmm. And you can't just fire family. If you don't like your family, you can't just say, get out of my fucking life. Uh, yeah, you can. No. Divorce them. You wait till their Maybe. contract's over. <laughs> and then you don't oh. resign. Contract. Hey, Dad, your contract's <laughs> up. Come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's not even home. Mom, who's my eggs? Uh, 
I didn't make them. Oh, contract's, contract's up. up. You're fired. Mom, it's a contract year. You better step <laughs> it up. Christmas is coming. It's a contract <laughs> year, guys. Um, yeah, so I think that's why it took so Man. long. And I think the fact that they haven't hired anybody right away for the job is because obviously they want to find the right candidate. But it also could be that they're looking for someone who is still currently coaching in these year NFL playoffs. Could also be, too, that they didn't want to make it seem to Jason Garrett like they were actually looking the whole time. I'm like, oh, I don't know who it could be, Jason. And how in about, reality, they already have the guy kind of picked out. But they're like, How about know? Tom Brady retires and Bill goes to the Cowboys? Not going to happen. I think Glenn would literally come if that happened. <laughs> I think he would hate to admit that he wants Bill as his coach. Uh, I love Bill as my coach, but it's unrealistic. I don't know. Just wait till you hear my playoff predictions. Predictions. Um, well, before we get into those, what I what I think. Sorry, one more thing. What I think is going to happen is um, I, don't, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> but it can't be worse. But it can't be worse. That's awesome. Yeah, um, I actually saw a thing on Twitter that uh, the person who has the highest ratio of becoming a Dallas Cowboys head coach is Josh McDaniels. That's crazy. Ah. I could see that though. I feel like he might be might actually be a good fit there. I don't know. I've seen what Josh McDaniels can do as a head coach before. But that was his first time. And he didn't have the talent that he would have here in Dallas. Um, he had, didn't he have Tim Tebow? Uh, yes, he did. He also won a playoff game with Tim Tebow. That's true. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Like I said, it doesn't matter. All I know is Jason Garrett's gone, which means 2020 already fucking rules. Mm. I'm ready. Yeah. Ready for Super World Bowl. War III? Back on Super Bowl 55. This time next year, we'll be previewing the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs. Oh, yep. Well, yeah, that's, that's maybe. Probably. All right. On a related note, Glenn's on a very big high. Patriots fans are on a very big low. Because last week, the Patriots lost to the Dolphins, and I was contemplating Idiots. suicide in my basement. I'm not even kidding. I had the rope on the rafters right there. I was like... Fuck. Now, it's a joke, really. Let me ask you a question, Mason. Hit me. Hit me, Glenn. Do you think Week 17 against the Miami Dolphins was a good loss? No. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> off. What? If they Because beat- the thing is, it's like now they got that loss out of their system, and now they could go on a run in the playoffs. So it could be a good loss. Yeah. You know what I mean? They want- no loss <clears throat> to the Miami Dolphins is a good loss. The, the fact that. The fucking boogeyman. Woo, spooky. The boogeyman. Okay. You fucking assholes. Oh, yeah, we're the boogeyman, dude. We beat up on bad teams. You couldn't even do that? The Dolphins suck. <laughs> the Dolphins blow. Oh, Fitz magic. Fitz magic. Fitz tragic. The oh. fact that they lost to this bum-ass team. Bro, you got... You got a fucking two-minute drive. You had Ryan Fitzpatrick string together a clutch two-minute fourth-quarter drive against you. You cannot even put yourself in the same breath as an elite defense. You can't even put yourself in the same breath as the fucking 2004 Patriots defense, let alone the best defense of all time. You can't even put yourself in the same breath... As a fucking 2009 Patriots defense, who were, or uh, 2011, my bad, Patriots defense that was so 
fucking bad. They could basically crafted the phrase "Ben, don't break." Ooh, man! In Fox I, Star, I right? knew, yeah, in in Gillette Stadium, I knew that the Patriots were gonna lose that game. When they scored, <laughs> I could feel it in my bones. I was like, as soon as as soon as he completed that first pass, Devontae Parker for like twenty one yards. I was like, this game is over. The Patriots <laughs> are losing, and that's it. I knew it. I could feel it, dude. I can fucking feel it. And wasn't gas. I just don't. I don't understand. I don't understand. This happens though. Then this happened. It shouldn't. A couple of years ago, and they're like, "Oh, this all goes back to that game. If they had beaten the Dolphins and taken it seriously, they would be still in the playoffs." I think. Was it yeah. when they lost to the Broncos? It was maybe? no. It, yeah, know. it was when they lost to the Broncos. They lost home field advantage That's because they tried to establish the fucking run with the ghost of Stephen Jackson. <laughs> Yeah. The ghost of Steven yeah. Jackson. The ghost of Steven Jackson. I love it. In week 17. Yeah, yeah. It was a week 17 or 16 so loss. So stupid, to the bro. Just so stupid and so avoidable is the thing, dude. It's like, and the, then not only the defense, the offense looked like absolute trash. See, here's the thing the offense has been trash all year. That, yeah, but I'm saying coming into that game, Brady had his best game of the year against the Bills. Who's one of the best defenses in the NFL? So, like I said on the podcast last week, I had reason to believe that the Patriots were on the uptrend on their offense. But you saw last week what happens when you actually take Julian Julian Edelman out of the offense because the Dolphins and Brian Flores knew because he was he's was part of the Bill Belichick coaching tree and he was on the team that the Patriots. Their safety valve is Julian. Julian, I don't know why I can't say his name. It's, it's Edelman. <laughs> if you take Edelman out of the game and make ba- Brady throw to other wide receivers, especially this year, uh. they you you cannot win. You can't win. And on top of it, Sony Michelle and the running game, who looked good the week before, once again returned to form. Looked like absolute fucking trash yet again. Right. So what the fuck are we doing here? Here's my take on it. One. Thing I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give credit to the Miami Dolphins and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm. That guy's got stones. He like obviously he's like kind of like a meme. Like every year, like it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know, he's gonna go out there and sling or whatever. He does. But like he's like he's he's a competitor. He's got heart. That's what I'm trying to say, Sousa. He's got heart. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He um, loves every single game he's in it to win it. Exactly. And he showed up. The Patriots' offense is not for the blame of that Week 17 loss. Because they actually did their job when it mattered most. They put up 24 points at home against the Miami Dolphins. Your defense, which has been the number one defense all year. The boogeyman. The boogeyman. All pro cornerback Stephon Gilmore with his worst game of the year. Getting torched by Devontae Parker. Yeah. That's the problem. That can't happen. Because it's one thing, like, you know what you have with this offense here. You know what their potential is. When they're clicking, when they're balanced, they can run the football. Brady can throw the football. They can put up points. 24 points at home against the Dolphins should be enough to win the game. Your defense has what made been making your team so good this year. That's the reason, you know, you won 12 games. Because the defense has been stellar, no pun intended, yes. the whole season. The Patriots will go as their defense performs. And that's what the formula was last year, besides maybe that second half of the Kansas City game. But for the first half, they locked up Pat Mahomes. That's what it was for the Super Bowl. That's what it was against the Chargers. 
in the divisional round because the offense is going to, you know, do what it can. But if the yeah. defense doesn't show up in the playoffs and if they don't show up tonight against Derrick Henry Ooh. and Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown, by the way, who could be Offensive Rookie of the Year, they could get shot. They be in trouble. But, you know, that's good that the offense at least did their thing because the defense, we know they can be good. So maybe they'll just fine-tune some things and then get right back on track to being a, a great defense and a defense that can win championships. I hope not. Well, I know that. But I'm just saying, this might not this might not be an implosion as Mason might see it as. Um, they just got to rework it. Look, man, all I'm saying is that I feel absolutely awful about this game today considering what happened last week it's just it's just inexcusable yeah and i know i know you said that the offense did their job but that was Bra- far and away that was brady's worst game of the season it's the worst game that he's had in a long time that pick six texas game was bad that's true too but the pick six that he threw might have been one of the worst throws I've seen him make in his career. That was so bad and indecisive. He looked like a fucking rookie quarterback making that throw. Maybe he did it on purpose. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Ooh, you were calling on yeah. fucking 98.5? Jesus Christ. If they had won. Yeah, Brady was just doing it on purpose to make, to make the point. rest of the league think that he can't play anymore. But really, <laughs> when the playoffs start, it's going to be fucking nails, dude. Um, Sounds about right. If they had won, where would they be in the bracket? They'd, uh, be, the they'd be the two seed, so they have a bye. So they'd be where the Chiefs are? Yes. And then would it be Chiefs and Titans? Yep. Yes. Okay, so it would still be... And Craig would have been biting his nails okay. knowing that Ryan Tannehill's got to come fuck him again. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a big deal. That's a huge To deal. the fucking Dolphins, that's crazy. Yep. Um, so it is wildcard weekend today. Us here on the Stellar Stellar Podcast have made our playoff brackets. Yep. By the way, before we get to the playoff brackets, I just want to say one more award that we didn't slip in there was the winner of the Pigskin Pickums. Pigskin Pickum. Who won? Drum roll. You did. <laughs> the winner of the 2019 Pigskin Pickum <laughs> is Glenn Enos Jr. <laughs> With an amazing comeback towards the end of the season. Surging. Fluke. To take the reins and the loins mm. from Matthew Souza. Oh, one of his balls already in the black hole anyway. So. That's true. You're lucky. How do you feel about that? You I, had me. It's an asterisk. I we miss, had, we I had, had him in the first half. I though. missed nine games of picks. He had us in the first half. I ain't going to lie. Just like lie. Mason missed like several weeks. You can't take pride in beating Mason because he missed a bunch of weeks. I missed I'm not nine crucial games. I'm taking pride in beating you. And that's the only reason why you won. See, whose fault is that, though? You, for not reminding me. God. This, is, this is 2020 America right here. 2020. Putting the blame on others. Oh, yeah. It's, it's uh, damn. Yeah. I forgot my equipment at home. So I had to forfeit. Congratulations. Like Tebow, 1994, almost caught you. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Yeah, he he showed up. Yeah, he missed week one. He joined late. Um, yeah. So that's Mason. Mason's next now. What? You're next to win the pigs, pigskin pickums. I won last year and didn't oh, get nearly as right. much of a celebration. Well, last as year, either. last year actually wasn't pigskin pickums. 
because we didn't do it through the Oh, app. yeah, we had the pen and paper. Like pen and paper pickums. Pen and paper pickums. Peter Pickle. So now, for Mason and Susan to redeem themselves, a little bit of a second chance here. Oh. We filled out playoff brackets. Yeah. We have some playoff predictions. Playoff predictions. Pick so let's start with Wild Card Weekend. The first game of Wild Card Weekend is the Houston Texans hosting the Buffalo, 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 Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Give me the Bills. Give me the Bills. Give me the Bills. What? Oh, shit. Okay. This is just like normal pickums. <laughs> Nothing's changing. <laughs> oh, it changes. But why? Why, Mason, are you picking the Bills? I think the Texans are just going to choke. Me too. <laughs> they always do. Their offense is going to choke, and uh, Josh Allen will get enough done. See it? <laughs> <laughs> Bill's defense will get enough yeah, done. Yeah, <laughs> you need the offense to get enough done. Yeah, well, they got Frank Gore. Okay. Singletary. No, I, I. the Texans are weird, man. They'll go out and beat a great team and then suck wind the next week against a shit-ass suck team. Suck wind. And um, it sucks because I like – Deshaun Watson. I like DeAndre Hopkins. I like Wolf Fuller. But I don't like this team. Mm. I feel like they're going to get stunned at home today by the Buffalo Bills. This is Bills Mafia. The Bills... All right. There's one of two ways this go. The Bills actually make a statement and prove that they're ready. Or it's going to be the same old Bills. Just like it's the same old Giants. Same old Bills. Yeah, that's true. But I'm picking the Bills. Tonight's game. Josh Allen, um, he didn't really play week 17, but he finished as a number six quarterback. Pretty good. Props to him. And you know what else I'm going to look up, Glenn? What's that? Jacoby Brissett and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. All right, our gentleman's up. bet. Yeah. We'll figure out who sucks Mason's dick. What? <laughs> His own, himself when it's the... Uh, when, when I get my rib removed. Jacoby Brissett was my the... GoFundMe, which uh, once again will be in, in the link. In Brissett the was the 23rd quarterback and Jimmy was the 14th. So how many points did they average? Uh, Jimmy averages 15.5. Well, they go back to Jacoby. 15.5 to Jacoby's 14.5. Ooh. Nice try. So you're sucking his dick. Okay. All right. Not on the podcast. We'll do it for uh, Instagram Live or something. Instagram Live? <laughs> Even better. Great. All right, Susan. So, yeah, tune in. Uh, you won the gentleman's day. I believed in Brissette, but Jimmy I G. I did, too, and when I played him one week. Jimmy G oh. was the man this year. <laughs> um, so, yeah, tonight's game, the New England Patriots Ooh. host the Tennessee Titans. Got to go with the Patriots. You have to. I'm picking the Patriots, but, man... Yeah, I know. I want a little bit of boom, 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 boom. Yeah, it's gonna be on him. If they can shut him down, Patriots got it. If they can't, though, but Tannehill though. But Derek Henry. Who's gonna stop AJ Brown? Derek Henry does so much for Tannehill, and to open up the pass that if Derek Henry can't get anything done, I think they can stop Tannehill. They don't need Gilmore to stop the run. So um, if they just put him on Brown. I think we're missing a key factor here. Malcolm Butler revenge game? Oh! Isn't he hurt? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Deion Lewis revenge game, I mean. <laughs> Deion Lewis oh, yeah, was yeah. absolutely disgusting when the when the Titans beat the Patriots last year. Deion Lewis, yeah. Deion Lewis and Butler, if he's healthy. Mike Vrabel revenge game? 
Excuse me? You used to be a patriot. Oh. Is there anyone else? Nope. No. I'm picking the Pats, but I like the Titans, man. Bad weather. King of the rushing title. What do you think? You're picking the Patriots, right? Yeah, uh, I pick the Patriots. I'm taking... I'm taking uh, the Patriots. It's going to be a close game. A nail-biter? Yes. 100%. A ball-biter? 100%. Yep. Weather's looking... Uh, shitty. Iffy. Shitty out there. So, yeah. Taking the pass. Quick tidbit that I saw on Twitter that uh, Fitzpatrick has beat the Patriots on all the AFC, te- AFC East teams. The yeah, Bills, yeah. Jets, and Dolphins. I think that's kind of funny. Yeah. So are we going to go into like our yeah. second round projections? As yeah, well, we're still going to finish the first round. All right. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm we'll just go. Wondering. We'll, we'll preview the weekend games and then we'll talk about what we have going forward. I got to go very soon, actually. All right. So hurry the fuck up. Um, Eagles and Seahawks. I'm picking the Seahawks, but I have a f- bad feeling about this. I know. This is a, one of my bold picks. I'm going with the Eagles. I'm taking the Seahawks because uh, Seahawks don't have Big Dick Nick anymore. So, I mean, the Eagles don't have Big Dick Nick anymore. Good point. The Seahawks, uh, Wilson's been. Playing meh, and the Eagles' run game has been been doing well. I think uh, I think they'll pull it off. I hope not. The Eagles. Um, Saints hosting the Vikings, possibly revenge for the Minneapolis miracle. Yes. A couple years ago. Taking Michael, the Saints. Michael Thomas miracle. Taking taking the Saints. Too. Yeah, the Saints. Um, so that's for the wild card. Do you want to go through your bracket first? Um, complete the rest of the bracket. Yeah, just go through who you have coming out of the AFC, then the NFC, then your champion. Yeah, sure. So. I have the Bills beating the Texans to go on and face the Ravens. The Ravens. And maybe my biggest bold prediction are the Bills defeating the Ravens and going to the AFC Championship. Are you kidding me? The Buffalo Bills in the AFC Championship? And who do they play? The winner of the Patriots and Chiefs? They play the Chiefs. What's even crazier is that I have the exact same thing. Let me the finish. The Bills <laughs> beat the Ravens. And then the Chiefs beat yeah. the Patriots. I, did, I didn't know stupidity was contagious here. And oh, it is. Seller. You see, and I heard on the radio, too, they'll, um, you know, a lot of times they'll say, oh, team beat him in the regular season, but in the playoffs they'll get him back. Like revenge, you know. But he was going, the guy on the radio was going over. So you had the Bills beating the Patriots in the AFC Championship? I mean the Chiefs? No, never mind. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm having the Chiefs beating the Patriots, but you say, oh, the Chiefs beat them in the regular season, so the Patriots will get them back this time. But when I was listening to the radio, sports radio, they were going over many years from like 2005, like six, ver- like six instances. It was like the Colts in like, 20- like 2005 or something, the Broncos twice. Um, I forget the rest. But they all lost. They beat them in the regular season, and then the Patriots lost to them again in the playoffs because lo and behold, they lost to them. And they make it to the playoffs. They're probably a good fucking team, and they're probably better than you. So I don't think the Ch- the Patriots will beat the Chiefs, especially in Arrowhead. So the Chiefs and Bills, and I have the Chiefs beating the Bills and going to the Super Bowl. And you have the same exact thing. I literally have the same exact thing. That's crazy. Our AFC bracket is the same. What do you have for the NFC? So I have the Eagles advancing to face the 49ers. Christ. And of course the Saints advancing to face the Packers. Now the Eagles got lucky against the Seahawks, but they're not going to get lucky against the 49ers. The 49ers are going to the NFC Championship. Saints and Packers, this is probably game of the playoffs, potentially. And in the cold Lambeau field, I believe the Packers will beat the Saints, and it will be Packers-49ers in an NFC Championship game that maybe no one would have predicted week one, 
And I have, unfortunately, because I don't like this, the Packers be defeating the 49ers and having a Chiefs-Packers Super Bowl where whoever wins, Patriots fans will be in disgust. I disagree. Win. I would like Patrick Mahomes. Who's going to win? Really? Yes. Oh, we'll talk about well, winners. The Chiefs, after. though. All right. Chiefs. So since I have the Eagles losing to the Seahawks, uh, my second round goes like this. I have the Seahawks against the 49ers, and I have Green Bay against the Saints, like Sousa. But oh. where this differentiates is that I have the Saints actually winning in Green Bay. Ooh. Drew Brees conquers his road demons, and he wins, finally, a big game on the road. And the 49ers will defeat the Seahawks again. Uh, I think their defense will step up, and they'll beat them. So I have a 49ers-Saints NFC Championship game. And then Drew Brees still has to prove that they didn't win a Super Bowl just because of Hurricane Katrina. So the Saints beat the 49ers, and then I got the Chiefs and the Saints in the Super Bowl, and the Saints win. Wow. I like that. Saints-Packers is definitely like a, a throw-up, uh, throw a toss-up to me. But I'm going with the Packers. I'll throw up with the Saints. I'm, I'm going with the home field advantage, but Saints could easily make it to the Super Bowl, I think. Who's your Super Bowl winner? The Packers defeat the Chiefs. Jesus and Aaron Rodgers, Christ. Aaron fucking Rodgers, wins the Super Bowl. No. What's yours? <laughs> Saints. Saints win the Super Bowl. Against the Chiefs? Yep. All right. I'm going to lay down a little wood for no. you here. See, Saints and Chiefs is a good Super Bowl to me because that is a good Super Bowl. either. That's what should happen last year. Yeah, really. Yeah, actually, really. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, yeah, basically. It's not supposed to be in the Super Bowl. Was that? <laughs> was that? No, you weren't. <laughs> uh, Sorry. I think I, I would like to see, I like Drew Brees. I like to see him win another Super Bowl. And I also like Patrick Mahomes. I like to see him win the Super Bowl. So, hmm. Bastard. My bracket goes a little something like this. The Bills defeating the Texans, obviously, today will go on to face the Ravens. Um, the Bills aren't beating the Ravens, okay? <laughs> Since the Ravens you, are the number one seed. They've been the best team in the league since week one. The Ravens are moving on to the AFC Championship. After the Pats beat the Titans tonight by a small margin, they will travel to Arrowhead. And so help me God, the Chiefs will finish the job that they couldn't do last year against the Patriots and move on to the AFC Championship. Then we're going to get a Ravens-Chiefs mm. matchup where the Chiefs beat the Ravens earlier this season. That's a good game. Did you forget about that? No. Yes. Yeah, I, did. <laughs> I did. But this time, the Ravens will defeat the Chiefs in a AFC Championship classic game yeah. between, right now, the two best quarterbacks in the league who are playing like it. And the Ravens will advance to the Super Bowl. In the <sighs> NFC, the Eagles are not going to beat Seattle Seahawks on Sunday. So I got the Seahawks <laughs> going to uh, Levi's Stadium to face the 49ers in the divisional round. Feed me another Niners Seahawks games because so far those two games have been the two games of the year. Um, that Monday night game they had in Levi's Stadium and then that Sunday night game last week. Insane finishes. Insane in the membrane. At the end of the day, I need it. I need to see it again. But the 49ers will get it done at home. Mm. and advance to the NFC Championship. On the other side of the bracket, the Saints will beat the Vikings because it's Kirk Cousins going into Drew Brees' house. 
And the Saints, like Mason said, do need to prove that they can win without a natural disaster happening. <laughs> Saints advance the division round to go to Lambeau Field, the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. And they get the job done. You know why? You know why, Susan? Because the Packers are frauds. They're frauds. They're fraudulent. Fraud team. And the thing is, the Packers will go as Aaron Jones go. Goes. Goes, yeah. When Aaron Jones is being fed the rock, and he scores, and he has great games, the Packers are usually successful. If the Saints go to Lambeau Field, the Saints are going to put on a show. Michael Thomas is going to have a career game, maybe two touchdowns over 150 yards. And the Packers won't be able to use Aaron Jones like they want to because of the game script. Which means it's going to be on Aaron Rodgers. This ain't, this ain't your father's Aaron Rodgers. This ain't the Aaron Rodgers we knew from 10 years ago. Okay, He's still good, but he's not going to be good enough to beat this Saints defense. Even in Lambeau Field. Which means the Saints move on yeah. to face the 49ers in the NFC Championship. And Drew Brees, even though he gets it done on the road in Lambeau Field, will not get it done against this 49ers defense in Levi Stadium. Ooh. It's a shame. And the 49ers will advance to the Super Bowl, and we will have a rematch. That's crazy. Of Super Bowl 38, where the Ravens face the 49ers, but only one thing changes. Actually, the lights don't go out. Two things changes. <laughs> Well, three things changed. The lights don't go out. It's not a horrible. And the, horrible. <laughs> the 49ers will win the game and be your Super Bowl champion. And Jimmy Garoppolo will send the whole state of Massachusetts into a frenzy. <laughs> and radio and Boston media will be like, I should have told you. I knew this was coming. Remember two Super Bowls ago? Two Super Bowls the Patriots had ago when I said when they should have got rid of Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, but think of it this way: I the Patriots, the Patriots already got six Super Bowls. We could have got six more with Jimmy oh G. Oh my God, no! And I, now, we, now we're stuck with Stidman, Stidham, Hambone, whatever the fuck his name is. Stidham. Yeah, I said this before. You did that argue, You can't complain about that anymore since winning two Super Bowls. You can though, because I, this is the future of your organization. You can. You technically only won one Super Bowl since he got traded. He won the one against the Rams. He got traded the year that they lost the Eagles. Are you sure about that? I am the positive. thing is, what's in the past is in the past, Sousa. You're talking about the future of your... You have a chance to continue a dynasty with Bill Belichick, but a new quarterback once Tom Brady goes. Yeah. And you're throwing uh, that away for whatever... Not, it's, not, it's not a guarantee, but not guarantee. the way Jimmy G is playing right now, can we not say that he looks like Tom Brady early in his career? I don't know. I don't want to go that far. Oh. He's good, though. He's good. He's making he's all the right throws that he needs to. Yeah. And he's got a similar defense that the Patriots had when they won their early Super Bowls. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if he can make it to the Super Bowl. I don't think he'll make it to the Super Bowl. I hope he doesn't because I don't want the 49ers to win, but I think they're going to win. I like But that. we're going to see. I wouldn't hate it. But that's it? What? That's it? What? Oh, yeah, that's it. And I, I got to go get my hairs cut, so I can't stick around for the for the goodbyes, but, um, yeah. Well, we're going to do the goodbyes, like, right now. So. Okay. Bye. So stick around. <laughs> Thank you, everybody who participated in their votes for the Stellar Star Awards You're of 2019. real Stellar Stars. That's right. And uh, we'll be back 
uh, sometime this playoffs, if not before the Super Bowl. Um, probably, probably before the Super Bowl. Yeah, I've got a maybe, maybe the, the maybe that week where there, there's the nothing going on. Yeah, the yeah. off week. Maybe we'll maybe we'll hit hit that, John. You know. So you'd be like, oh, there's no football this week. Oh wait, the Stella Stella podcast is coming Whoa! up. <laughs> All right. Well, that being said, thank you for voting. Congrats to all our Stellar Star Award winners. And, uh... Go Patriots! Yeah, go Pats! Tighten up! Guys, let's get the fuck out of here. Bye-bye.